My name's Brian, and today is Monday, January 15th, 2024, and this is episode 611 of the Lots Project Podcast, and today's episode is titled Burr. <laughs> it is cold, and that's what I'll be chatting about today. I'll be chatting about what went on over the weekend, cover all the cold weather preps that we made, getting ready for uh, this little bit of a cold snap that we are in, and I will give you a little bit of a forecast what... Uh, what we have coming up, and then how things are going so far, and some very much odds and ends to wrap the rest of that up. But first, let's uh, check in with the coffee crew in the live chat, see who's hanging out, grab a cup of coffee, and the we will chat for the next hour or so. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, Rewilder Life, how we doing? It is 7 o'clock already, and... Um, and uh yeah time has flown by uh i got up late i got out of bed late this morning i will talk about that in a little bit but uh it's chilly it's chilly and there is a shitload of snow outside and i didn't ever want to see snow again if i could have avoided it i wish i could have just seen it on tv or on the interwebs or someplace else but Sure as shit, we got four or five inches sitting outside right now. I think we got a little bit left to go today before it's gone. Um, it is pretty thick cloud cover, and Corey did have to start work early today. Uh, so if I'm spotty, if I'm in and out, I apologize, but it is what it is. It is what it is for sure. Good morning, Pip. How are we doing? Thanks for swinging in. And Yozik, how do we do? How we do, my man? Uh, how is it going on? How is it going up in Ohio? Hope all is well, but uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it. It's back to Monday, and uh, we'll talk about what's in the cup today. Uh, breakfast blend still rolling, still rolling with breakfast blend, still going strong with the with the alternative brew method with the waiting till the the water is pretty much done. I've, I've come to the conclusion that the timing is right to let the water just about start to whistle in the pot and then flip open um, flip open the front of the teapot like where you pour it out and it releases the heat enough that it takes it takes the amount of time for me to grind the the beans once the beans are ground the water has cooled down to uh, to an appropriate temperature so awesome awesome good morning hunter how we doing hanging out and holding the fort down over there on twitch and he says he wishes the boss wouldn't interrupt him i mean can you just say you're busy i got important shit going on i am sorry i'll i'll get i'll get with you in about an hour <laughs> yozik says pretty much like everywhere right now it is cold yeah yeah that is pretty much uh pretty much what we got going on Rachel says they got almost two feet. You can have it. You can have it. I this this stuff this week, this snow um, last night. Well, I guess it started flurrying yesterday afternoon, and it's still going now. Um, this reassures my my visceral and my. Um, 
my decision to leave Minnesota. I guess our decision, Corey and I both decided like hold her hostage and, and tear her out of there. I think she would agree. I definitely think she would agree as it's gotten colder. She's gotten more and more cold. And I think she remembered also that, uh, why we got the hell out of there. Uh, the snow is just the topper on the cake and we're not even to the coldest part yet. We're not even going to, uh, we're not even to the coldest part yet. Um, Pip says, I'm not even going to say what the weather is in Florida. Not going to jinx it. Yeah. I don't know if you'll end up with snow down there, but I saw, um, I saw some people were, were kind of chilly up, uh, up Jim's way. I got, uh, some family friends that are up there and I saw on the face the book that, uh, that they were having a little bit of a chill too. So maybe not as cold as we are, but, uh, definitely, definitely a big old cold, um, um, a big old cold swath across the country for sure. Rachel says she loves it and she's in the right, in a good place. I'll be in a good place come, uh, next Sunday. I think that is when I'm looking at the forecast and it's supposed to, to take a turn. I would even, I would even venture to say that I would take fifties and raining over this shit, over this shit. I guess uh, it was pretty bad the other morning. We we um, we stopped dog walks early because it was um, it was like a hurricane outside, and so we cut those off early, and they were soaking wet. So yeah, there is uh, there is the rain part too. It's it is it is what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Corey and I were poking around the country today or uh, yesterday, Saturday or Sunday on the on the weather app. And it looks really nice in Arizona right now. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix looked beautiful. It was uh, supposed to be 70 uh, with 50s and no rain or wet or nothing. <laughs> Rewild their life says so she can't stand muddy season with two hairy dogs. Yeah, that's the other part. But, you know, in the snow with these, with our dogs, they go outside Um <laughs> They go outside and um, the snow just gets buried in all the layers of their fur. And then they come in and they're wet for hours. I don't know if it's worse uh, when it rains and they just get the the wet on their outer coat and you can just brush them off. Or if the snow, (laughs) the snow, the snow uh, buries itself down in their fur and they get in their undercoat and get wet. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, let's get on to it. Uh, Breakfast blend. Oh, I was going to mention Brian over at Food Force Farms is working very, very hard um, at coming up with some new labels, some new names for the blend. And I want to I want to thank you guys for uh, for helping inspire him, Uh, especially Kyle. I think Kyle was the first one that came up kind of a little bit with the bit that uh, we were talking about Hector. Hector, my light Colombian that lives in my in my closet in my uh, coffee cupboard and Brian kind of ran with that and uh, realized that Hector, Hector, Hector and Hector, uh, Hector is the unit of measure for land in, uh, in Latino countries. And so he made up a new label. He renamed it the Colombian, the light Colombian, uh, Hector, the light Colombian. And it has a picture of, of Hector on the, on the, the label collecting beans. 
but uh, hectar and then the definition of a hectar. And so then he is going down the line and, and, and coming up with new educational terms and names for all the coffee. So cheers to you guys. Cheers uh, to the Lots Project Coffee Crew for coming up with a, a fantastic idea moving forward with uh, Food Forest Farms coffee. So appreciate you guys every day. I definitely do. Um, what uh, what went on this weekend? Um, Stoic, uh, Daily Stoic, I read over the weekend. It's uh, still enjoying it very, very much. <laughs> still finding myself naturally reading deeper into every page. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm just reading one page a day. Uh, and the one page a day is only like really a half a page. It's two to four paragraphs. Um, and that's all I have to read. I think before when I would sit down to read a book, I'd be like, oh, I got to finish a chapter. I got to finish two chapters or I got to finish 100 pages. This is one page. And I think being able to just dedicate that time to one page, uh, I find myself really reading sentence, 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 and then going back and reading the paragraph. And the way it's set up is uh, the original text is at the top or well, close to the original text of a, of a statement, paragraph, thought, uh, a couple 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 paragraphs and then at the bottom is the is the um interpretation of it and i find myself reading that original text like two maybe three times really slow sentence by sentence and then um reading the the interpretation two or three times and then circling back and reading the whole thing again at least once so i mean it's it's um it's definitely uh, good morning, K Bonk. How we doing? It's definitely worth the time. I think if you uh, if you're looking to pick it up, the link is in the video description and the audio description. But this weekend, it was a couple of uh, a couple of solid passages. Um, one was um, one was about clarity and focus and um, and really really not or really staying on your own path figuring out where you're um <laughs> really uh hold on let me grab it right here handy dandy on my on my bed um so it was um saturday it was so long ago it was so long ago um it was uh, Saturday. It was about vying different different people vying for your attention. Everybody's trying to get in uh, the apps, the the food manufacturers, uh, advertisers. Everything is trying, uh, and you really need to filter that all out and and focus on what you decide, and then more about reasoning on Sunday and um, and not being staying the path once you once you figure out how to reason and and make your judgment for what it is and you're solid in your understanding of what you believe um you can really filter out a lot of all the other opinions not being swayed every day by different opinions uh or new information because you're you're solid in the fact that you're you're walking the right path so a little bit of taking away from the weekend um it was it was kind of a different schedule with all the prep we were doing for the cold and things like that. So 
excited to get back into the weekly routine and and hit that when I normally do and be able to contemplate it throughout the day. I was wasn't getting it to it until later in the day over the weekend, and then um, I had a little bit of time to stay up by myself in the evening. I'll talk about that just in a minute with our new uh, cold our cold routine uh, that we came up with. There's some time that I'm staying up a little later. And uh, I just grabbed the book and sat and and thought about things. So more slept on it than anything. So Hunter says, so allegedly people remember singular episodes better versus binge watching. I suppose it's the same thing with reading. I proved that right. I couldn't even remember from Saturday and Sunday. So that was that was solid. A lot on my mind this morning. And these are all they all are tying together. Uh, I think. I think it was very purposeful. I think it was very, very purposeful in the way, um, the order in which things were put together. I think it was very purposeful in the the how it was break broken up over the year. Uh, there's different sections uh, throughout the year. I think it goes by month or quarter. I can't remember when I looked at the looked at the table of contents, but the book is fantastic. Um, Pip says it's, it's, uh, it's, is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. I would, I would wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly agree. And thanks. Thanks, Rachel. Uh, yeah, if you're in the chat or in uh, the live stream, definitely hit that like button and, uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed. Uh, I think everybody that's hanging out in the mornings is already subscribed, but Anyway, that was uh, Daily Stoic for the day. I, I'm going to try to incorporate that in every morning. Uh, like I said, it was kind of a sideways weekend, and I didn't end up getting a whole ton of show prep done until in the morning. So till this morning before the show and um, two days to review of uh, some deep thinking didn't didn't make it make a ton of notes in my list here. But uh, moving forward, that is a focus. Um, what did we do over the weekend? We... Had a beautiful day on Saturday. Uh, so how the weekend was kind of laid out was it it basically peaked on Saturday in the 40s. It was 40s and sunny. It was beautiful. Um, mid Low to mid 40s. And then it started dropping. And the temperature started dropping in the afternoon. And it dropped overnight. And it, uh, it didn't go up yesterday. It kind of like flatlined. As the sun came up, it didn't really go back up in temp. It just kind of flatlined and then started to peter down over the afternoon. Started snowing in the afternoon and snowed all night. And currently we're sitting at about um, 15 degrees with snowy and it's supposed to be windy all day and we're supposed to have a high of 19. So we're below freezing and it looked like... um, from Saturday when it dipped below freezing Saturday evening, Saturday overnight, that we weren't supposed to come back above freezing until Wednesday, I believe. And that was, um, and that's barely, that's going to be sunny in 32. So we're not really above freezing Thursday. We're supposed to, we're supposed to dip back below freezing again, Wednesday night into Thursday morning. And then Thursday, we're supposed to get almost up to 40, but then uh, another little mini cold snap going into the weekend and Sunday is when we're supposed to come out of it and have consistently above freezing temperatures. So day and nighttime. 
So basically a solid week of dealing with uh, no water, no running water, uh, excessive use of the wood stove, trying to keep everything warm, uh, dealing with snow because I don't see it melting for at least a couple days. So dealing with the dogs in the snow. Corey just got back from uh, morning dog takeout time and said that it's super slushy under all the snow. So that's just a mess. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here in Tennessee with the snow. Because from my understanding, there aren't any snow plows. Um, and there is definitely, definitely, um, there's definitely uh, a significant amount of road, uh, snow on the road, and it's sticking. So, I don't know. It'll be kind of fun to watch. We're hopefully good to go without having to go anywhere for quite a while. So, that's good. Um, but the weekend... We uh, we decided we wanted to take that last last morning where it was super nice. It was um, I think when we started it was thirty six and sunny, thirty eight and sunny, something like that. Uh, but we went for a hike. We were going to go back to Chickasaw State Park and go for another hike. We had two trails out there that we didn't go on when we went um, the weekend prior, and we we wanted to go a little further. So as we were driving out there, Corey and I decided, hey, we want to shoot for five miles. I used the trail map and kind of like started plotting things out and figuring out if we could find a route that was five miles. And sure as shit, we found one that was exactly five miles. We got to go on two new trails that we hadn't been on. So essentially, we've been on all the trails now that are in that area of the park. I think there's one, maybe two other ones on the other side of the park, but uh, they're short. I think uh, we didn't really look at them because they weren't near the parking lot that we we started using. <clears throat> but anyway, hike was awesome. Uh, basically, a hoodie and a long sleeve shirt, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was great. It was uh, these two trails were more intermediate trails lots of topography, lots of ups and downs, um, and uh, gorgeous. It was just just a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Uh, we enjoyed it. We hit our five miles. We hit our five miles in under two hours, which I was happy with. I thought we kept a pretty, pretty good pace, and um, it worked out nice that the first couple trails were, were pretty intense. I don't want to say intense. There were some pretty intense hills, uh, long, steep hills, but then you also got to go downhill. But um, yeah, I think the it was front-loaded. The tough stuff was front-loaded at the beginning. And then we finished out with some nice flat uh, trails around the outside of the lake again. It was really nice. It was really nice. I enjoyed it. Um, we had a shit ton to do. And I kept going back and forth whether we should go and do it or um, or just stay here and start getting ready more for the cold. And finally, it was just like, I'm going. And I was glad we did. I was really glad we did. It was nice to get out in the sun. It was nice to get out and enjoy the outside before a week of trying to just stay inside. And I got all the shit done anyway. I got all the stuff I needed to. It was um, it got done a little later at night than I wanted. Some of it had to get done in the dark. Um, and then I finished up yesterday. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that cold out. So um <laughs> rewilder life says poor Corey had to keep up with you yeah so i guess there is this struggle with short little legs 
we'd be going up a hill and um i would kind of glance over my shoulder and she has me lead uh and one good morning hanging laundry how are we doing um i appreciate you stopping i appreciate you stopping and uh, have a great day at work um yeah so i was taking i was taking gopro camera footage i had the the camera on my chest a uh, chest harness and we we're walking and so i was leading <laughs> we we're getting up one of these big hills uh towards the beginning and i turned around and she was falling behind and i just wanted to make sure that she she was okay um that she didn't uh it was it's pretty rough trail so i want to make sure she can um i wanted to make sure she didn't um she didn't hurt herself or twist her ankle or uh, was struggling in any way. So I said, Hey, you okay? She's like, yeah, I just got these tiny little legs, these short little legs back here. Um, so I uh, got to the top and, and slowed down a little bit. She, she, she caught up. Uh, but I guess when I posted that in the chat, Rachel says uh, it is the struggle. The struggle is real. The struggle is real for the short, uh, the short leggers uh, trying to keep up with the tall people. And uh, and Rachel wasn't the only one to confirm. Carrie Brown uh, from Strong Re Roots Resources also was commiserating with uh, commiserating with um, Corey with the short legs. Hey, K Bong, thanks for hitting the thumbs up. You got to take off. I appreciate you swinging in anyway for a couple minutes, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Have an awesome day. Stay warm. Um. So the hike was awesome. We swung in and got a burger again at the wall that, that uh, the restaurant we stopped at last time. Uh, classic rock themed. It was, uh, burger was good. I, I like the place. I like the place. It, um, it's solid food. It's in a, it's a good spot. The price is good. The service was good. The kid that, the kid that was our server was just getting absolutely hammered uh, with tables when we got there, it was like at the end of his rush and, uh, man, he was running around like crazy. Took a little longer than it did before, but I appreciated how busy he was and, uh, the intention he was able to uh, provide us and uh, the service was fine. And after, after the, the rush kind of calmed down a little bit, it was, uh, it was just as fantastic service as before. So being in the restaurant industry, as long as I had, I, I really noticed that shit and try to commiserate with the people. Uh, and if they're putting forth an effort, it is, um, it is still, it is still quality, quality, um, quality service. Even if it takes a little longer, if the guys, if the guys uh, running his ass off and, uh, putting in the effort. So, <coughs> excuse me, dry in here with, uh, running the, the, the wood stove full blast. I think we started it yesterday. Was it yesterday morning? Saturday afternoon. One of those times we started it and it hasn't stopped since. So it's been it's been quite dry in here and a little bit of dry throat. So I apologize for the coughing today. But anyway, got back from uh, got back from our hike and kind of settled in. And we when we started making a plan, we looked at the weather forecast. Like I said, it's uh, pretty much pretty much a week solid till we're back above freezing consistently to where I'll feel comfortable turning, uh, filling the water back up in the camper. One thing we decided to do with these sub zero temps and the, or it's now sub zero, I guess there is sub zero on the forecast. Now it's been kind of bouncing around the lowest low. 
uh, I think it's tomorrow night, Tuesday night overnight. And it's been bouncing around like one degree, five degrees, seven degrees. And I opened up my phone this morning and it says negative two. And I'm like, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. I, um, I didn't want to see negative. You know, I don't want to see any of it. I don't want to see the snow. I don't want to see single digits. I prefer not to see sub 32. <laughs> but now, now we got negative. We got negative in the forecast. Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. But with the temperatures now becoming above freezing, um, we do have the skirting. We do have an undercover uh, and we do get some heat transfer from the camper down into there. Not as much as we would if we were running the propane furnace because the wood stove heat is just radiant and it's not forced air like the furnace. We decided that we didn't want to deal with frozen tanks, with frozen lines, with any of that shit. And um, since we have a water spigot right here, which fingers crossed, and that is one of my uh, my biggest worries about this whole thing. Since we have a water spigot right in the yard here, I uh, we made the decision to drain the water tanks and run out of um, run out of jerry cans, run out of um, out of all our fresh water jugs. We keep we keep six to. Six to seven uh, jugs, six to seven gallons of uh, fresh filtered water uh, pretty much consistently. We run through it and kind of top it off and, and drain it down and top it off and drain it down, depending on how hot it is, how backed up we get on our uh, on the Berkey and things like that. So we just made the decision that we were going to fill up jerry cans. We were going to, we filled up the cooler outside, our uh, our knockoff Yeti cooler, our Arctic uh, cooler. We filled that to the brim with water and sealed it up. So we're going to, that's kind of a big experiment to see how well insulated that was. Uh, basically in reverse, we're not trying to keep it cold. We're trying to keep it from freezing and we'll see what happens. Uh, none, if anything else, it freezes solid and we let it sit outside when it thaws out and, uh, and dump it out. But we're just trying to get a little more water. Uh, last year when we were down in Texas and we had a freeze, I had access to a bunch of five gallon buckets, food grade five gallon buckets at that, that I could fill up and, uh, use over the time period. But my biggest worry is we're going to run shy on water. Um, we have a very, very, very high water consumption because of uh, even when we're, we, we're, we're not planning on showering, uh, basically, during this cold snap. Uh, but with the dogs, they drink so much. They drink so much that uh, we have to keep up with it. And it's not just the sheer fact that they drink a lot. It's the rinsing out their bowl, trying to get rid of the slobber, um, stain and nastiness in there, uh, the residual. They, um, they, so we, we consume a lot of water with them. So my biggest fear is that we start running shy of water and the spigot also goes sideways uh, with the extreme cold temps, not just the, not just the um, sub freezing, but now into the single digits and a couple of hard, hard freezes. They don't set up, they don't set up the, the water here for that. So it is underground uh, to where 
to where I access it. So I'm hoping that between draining the hoses, leaving the hose open, and having the water spigot subterranean, subterranean, uh, I guess below ground in a little in a little sump that is pretty filled with um, leaves and uh, leaves and things. So it's hopefully insulated enough. It's got a cover over it. Now there's snow on top of it. I'm just hoping that we don't lose a line that we have access to that spigot because I just didn't have the capacity to store any more water. Um, and I didn't, A, have the room inside to store it, and B, I didn't have the containers to put it. I, I could have filled 70-gallon tank in the back of my pickup truck, but it would have froze. So basically, we're running on... Um, low on water conservation <laughs> as much as we can as much as we can uh and then once if and once the 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 water doesn't work uh out in the yard then we got to figure out we got to scramble uh cory and i are pretty confident in the fact that we could gather a lot of snow at the moment and melt that down and since we filter our water anyway it's not a big deal there is a ton of snow outside so we can get by with quite a bit for that um, but I don't really want to do that. So we're hoping that, uh, the water holds out and everything holds out till at least I can, uh, I can go for a ride in the truck and go, uh, go search some things out. Uh, I'm sure that our landowner here, if I contacted them, they would, they would let us fill up jerry cans. I have no doubt about that. Uh, or any of the neighbors for that fact. I just don't want to have to do that. I'd like to rely on myself. So uh, that is my biggest worry. That is my biggest worry with the with the cold was the would the was the water. You would um, gingerbread says good morning gingerbread trucks completely dead even though it was running. How does that work? Did you run out of fuel? How does how does the truck die while it's running? Bad alternator. And he says yellow snow is very flavorful. Very true. Very true. Has a urine tinge to it. <laughs> uh, but that that is the biggest worry is the water for me. You would think that it would be the cold uh, with all the cold, uh, the single digits and everything. But we do have uh, we do have three sources of heat. And uh, I'm excited about that. You know, the old saying uh, two is one, one is none and three is for me. I. Um, yeah, three. Three sources of heat right now. Actually, four if you count the truck. Like, if everything if everything completely went sideways, uh, we could go jump in the truck and turn the heater on. It is super warm in the truck, and I have um, at least 10 gallons of fuel in the back of the truck, and I also have a, a full tank right now. So, we'd be able to stay warm for quite a bit of time or be able to get somewhere where we can stay warm. So, that's good that is good and um yeah so heat is good we have we have the wood stove we have that cranking it's working fairly well i'm curious to see what happens when it gets down into the single digits we've yet to experience single digits uh with the with the wood stove and the lack of insulation in the trailer so it's going to be interesting to see when it drops tonight and tomorrow night. I think tonight, um, tonight we're supposed to get down to eight. 
tomorrow night was that negative two. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll see. I'll see. It'll, um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the, the stove, uh, keeps up. We have some contingencies. If it doesn't keep up, if it just gets too cold in here to really, to really stand it. Uh, luckily it's overnight. Luckily and not <laughs> luckily and curse, I guess it's overnight. Uh, we don't have to sit out and, um, and, and hang out in it. We can, we can be cuddled up in, in blankets and in bed or whatever, but we also have to monitor the temperatures in here. We don't want it to, to go sub freezing or something like that. I'm sure we would wake up if that was the case. So, um, our backup, uh, contingency is the propane furnace. We did a little testing yesterday. We fired it up and made sure it came on because we haven't used it in, in quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, probably a year and a half, I don't think, since we've turned it on. I think maybe the last time we ran the the propane furnace might have been on our trip to Squatch on our trip back from Squatchfest or some of the times while we we're back in Minnesota. I don't recall running it. Um I don't recall running it a whole lot other than that. So we have the we have the wood stove, we have the backup propane furnace, and Corey also has her small electric uh, space heater that she started using in the back uh, in the back room and where she's working now, because the wood stove heat doesn't really push back there all that well. So with the three of those, I figure we should be pretty pretty good to bring it up um, bring it up 20, 30, 40 degrees, uh, and if we can keep it above 45 up into the 50s. It'll be tolerable. Uh, we woke up this morning and it was in the low 40s. We we stoked up the stove and got it nice and hot and it came up to 50. Uh, so we got about a 30 degree delta there. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we've we've kind of we've worked out shifts. I've mentioned before that 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 cubic mini wood stove. I love it. Uh, the biggest thing we have. I have an issue with it is, is the small, uh, the small size, which is the, the reason we got it, but you can't load it full of wood. You load it full of wood. You have about two hours at full capacity or at full blast, like with all the vents open, all the, all the flues open so that, uh, it burns as hot as possible. You get about two hours. Um, if you completely stack it full of decent wood. So, so, um, we had to come up with a way to keep it going overnight. Two hours isn't very, very long, uh, once you go to sleep. And so we worked out, a, we worked out a, uh, a schedule, <coughs> Corey and I worked out a schedule to hopscotch each other and each take, uh, each take a shift at night. So basically I stay up a little later. Normally we go to bed at eight, nine o'clock. I'm staying up to more 10, 10 30, really packing the stove full. Um, Corey's going to bed at a normal time, uh, you know, a little earlier, actually closer to eight. And she's getting up about midnight, 1230 and, and, and really filling up the stove. And then it's my turn to get back up uh, 233 ish and fill it. And then we both get up around five, five fifteen. And, uh, and we can fill it again. So we kind of set up those shifts and it was going to work great. It was going to work great. Last night I stayed up a little later, filled that stove up, got it going. 
and um I assume she got up at midnight. It didn't get that cold in here. So I have to assume she got up. Um, and I set an alarm to get up at 2, 2.30. I woke up and it was super cold in here. I had to take a pee. I woke up and I was like, man, it's awfully cold. I wonder if that fire burned out quick. I looked at my phone and it was quarter after three. I... My alarm didn't go off. My alarm didn't go off. I looked at it this morning. I didn't look into it that much last night. I just got up and got the fire going, which it was too long. It took too long uh, for me to get up. There was still hot coals in there, but not enough to fire it back off uh, completely. So I had to sit there and dick around with it, trying to get it started again. Woke up completely, so I couldn't fall back asleep for quite a while. Um, <laughs> Hunter says, missed Firewatch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what happened was I, I set an alarm for 2.30 a.m. I made sure it was 2.30 a.m. and not 2.30 p.m. Because I'm not usually setting an alarm for 2.30 in the morning. I made sure. And then this morning when I looked, I didn't set it for Monday. It was set for every day of the week except for Monday. So, yeah, I screwed that up. But I got up. I uh, I got it half lit. Corey said when she went to, to Stoke it this morning, when she went to Stoke it this morning, the majority of it had caught, but there were some logs that were just charred in there that hadn't really, hadn't really gone. So that was a function of it getting too cool and the coal bed not being there too uh, hot enough to start the, the bigger logs that I threw in. And the worst part is I threw the big logs in and I was like, ah, I threw a fire starter in. I, I kind of dicked around with it, trying to make it work. and at that point, once they've kind of caught a little bit, I don't have I don't have the the wherewithal to take them out. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, I didn't know what to do. I just kept trying to light it uh, and it lit enough that it, uh, it it kept us warm enough until morning. And now it's roasting, roasting nice. Um, that little, that little stove does a pretty good job. It does a pretty good job. Uh, we get the right wood in it, man. Uh, you get some really dry uh, hardwoods in there, and and she cooks. She cooks for sure. The eco fan on top, that thing is fantastic. I don't know if you know what those are, uh, but basically it's a fan that sits on top of a wood stove, not necessarily just our wood stove, uh, but any wood stove. And it's there's no plug, there's no electricity, there's no batteries, there's no anything. Uh, as the stove heats up, uh, the heat, the vibrations, everything create enough power to power a fan. And uh, basically, you set it on top of the stove. Once you start the stove, uh, the, the blade starts spinning once it warms up enough. And it uh, it just blows the heat off the stovepipe and the top of the stove that's radiating up with no electricity. With no electricity. So, I really like it. I really like it. Um, Sterling engine, yeah. Uh, and Hunter says it works if you dangle it over a buddy heater. Oh, uh, the eco fan works if you dangle it over a buddy heater too. Nice. I can see that. I can see that. There is a there is a um, a handle that pulls out of the top that I could see you could suspend it. So that's pretty cool. Nice. I didn't know that. Did you know that the do you know the buddy the buddy heater hack with the grate of the buddy heater? So. 
all these rednecks that fish up in in uh in minnesota we all uh we all use buddy heaters well not all of us but the 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 majority of people that used heaters in ice houses uh, whether it be portable or permanent ice houses or ice castles if they didn't want to use their propane furnace whatever would buddy heaters are very 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 popular uh, for outdoor recreation in deer blinds and all sorts of stuff well if you didn't know the grate on the front of your buddy heater so there's the buddy heater sits there and um it uh it's got the grate on the front so you don't burn yourself if you unhook the grate from the bottom and you swing it up and lock it in place you can then set a little pot uh or a pan or a can of soup or something on the grate and the heat warms up whatever you're cooking there Rewilders Life says, oh, yeah, we cook on yours. Yeah, but you're in Michigan. You're in Michigan. <laughs> you use yours quite often. Um, these people that get the buddy heaters, like I saw a ton of people posting in, in Tennessee that have buddy heaters that were smart enough to grab them uh, for backup heat. I'm imagining that they sit in a shed and they don't use them ever. And when they pull them out, they're just using them for heat. You just never think about the fact that that great, that was intentionally made that way. Um and, and I don't think anybody really realizes it. So it's it's pretty cool. It was a nice way to cook out on the ice. If you uh, if you brought a little, we always had a collapsible little um, fry pan that you could throw a little snow in there, melt the snow and throw some hot dogs or whatever in there and heat them up on top of that buddy heater. It was always a solid way to go. Solid way to go. So you don't have to bring an extra little, little camp stove or something. See, that's worth the price of admission this morning. Rewilder Life says Northwood Rednecks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. When you got to drag all your shit out on the ice and uh, walk through all the snow, you want to bring as little as possible. <laughs> you got to unpack it. You got to pack it back up. You're freezing your ass off. <laughs> You'll learn how to make do for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah, so Buddy Heater, I hope everybody else is staying warm. Man, I'm sorry. I got... I have like this dog hair floating around in my mouth this morning and I can't quite get it. It's um, yeah, it's, it's the struggle is real with St. Bernard's guys. <laughs> the hair is, the hair is everywhere and it's never gone. So it ends up in weird places. Last yesterday I had a piece of my eye uh, this morning. It's in my mouth. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, what else from the weekend? Um, would, Man, I uh, I stacked and stacked and stacked uh, uh, two two loads from uh, from off grid off grid ping this previous week in in order to get a little ahead. Um, Rewilder Life says it's worse when it's in your eyeball. Eyeballs are really bad. It, it feels like it feels like four thousand grains of sand underneath your eyelid. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I knew it was going to be. Um, I knew it was going to be cold. Obviously, the forecast was there. Uh, and so I grabbed two loads of wood this week from Jamie's. I don't know if it's going to be enough. I, I don't. Um, I got some really good stuff. And then I had been like saving the the pithy soft wood or uh, semi rotted uh, stuff that really wasn't burning that hot. I was just kind of setting that off to the side. I might end up having to start mixing it in. I'm not sure. I'm just kind of evaluating how fast we're going through it. But um, I don't think we've really run the stove 24 seven, 
24-7 and also full blast since we've been here. <laughs> uh, even if we tried to run it overnight, we weren't getting up and keeping it going the full night. And even if we were running it at night, we necked it down. Uh, we went to half on both louvers uh, or both vents or whatever, flues. I don't know what you call them. Uh, the airflow, we restricted it back to half. Man, um, with this weather, it's full blast all the time and it, it chews through wood. So it'll be interesting to see if I have enough. I do have other sources here close. Uh, the landowner does have a bunch of piles out there that he says I could have access to. So I'm not worried necessarily about running out, but it's kind of like the water. Uh, I don't like to be a drain on anyone else when they're trying to get through shit too. Because this is not normal here. This is an event for sure. Uh, it is an event that uh, doesn't happen every year. So people are trying to deal with their own shit. I don't need to be a burden on them. Um, but, you know, the wood's out back there. Like, I just have to walk out and grab some. But I try to be prepared for myself. Uh, it's, it's it's in my nature. So hopefully that pile is um, pile is big enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is because... <laughs> Gingerbread says, uh, does the mini have a catalytic afterburn? It does. It does. Uh, up in the top, up in the top, it's got a reburn chamber and, um, it works well. Uh, it's gotta be the right wood. I, I, it, you can definitely tell when you get a nice solid piece of hardwood in there compared to, um, not. I um I reached out to Bruce DeVries uh, that was at SRF making biochar. And I'm very interested in um, his feedstock he was using. He said it's dried up over the winter. I was asking him because I was curious. He had he was getting um he was getting cutoffs from mills and they were a very good size. I mean, they were the size of uh, maybe a tennis ball or smaller. Um, but they, uh, they were very consistent. It's a holiday hunter. I don't, I wasn't sure. Yeah, it is Martin Luther King day today. Martin Luther King day. I don't know who else has it off uh, government employees, schools and the such, but uh, not normal people, I guess. <laughs> um, post office is closed. I know that. But he was getting these cutoffs from mill and they were hardwood, uh, hardwood cutoffs from lathes. I think it might have been furniture legs or something like that, but super consistent, super uh, the right size, very hardwood. And they burned phenomenally to make the biochar that he was making them. And I was just like picture, picturing filling the stove with them and he would get them in. Uh, he would get them in tubs or sacks or uh, uh, garbage can or something. And I, uh, yeah, I reached out. I was like, I got to source this. I got to, I got to get your, not your source, but the type of business you were getting those from, because I think they would burn phenomenally in the stove. Uh, and it would, it would cut out all the dicking around, cutting the wood down to size. They would basically be like, toss them in. So that's, uh, that's my goal. It's kind of a, it's kind of, uh, irrelevant at this point. 
but uh, with the winter, like by the time I sourced them and figured it out, I, I don't think I'm going to need it that much longer. Uh, looking at the weather forecast and even the long term, it, it's going to be snaps. It's going to be short snaps here or there, if that. Uh, I don't think we're going to go through another week like this. Um, maybe, maybe in February. From talking to people, this is a this is a once in every few years event. So it's I don't see it happening again. We'll have some cold days, but not this sustained. So I think it's a goal for next year, wherever that we're gonna wherever we decide we're gonna sit down for winter, if we're gonna have to be running the stove, if it's not um, if it's not super hot all winter, then I probably look locally for a source for something like that hardwood scrap and uh, run it run it that way i don't know i don't know had a really nice source of wood this year jamie jamie uh jamie out there at off-grid ping uh, was nice enough to offer up his wood pile and uh we've been working through it and now it's kind of working out because he wants to start a new one uh with some better better uh seasoned wood under cover and and whatnot so we're getting rid of this stuff. It's burning. It's working. It's keeping the trailer warm. It's not uh, damaging the stove. It's not that bad uh, of wood, but it's just not. I can get into some stuff that just doesn't put off a lot of heat. And it is what it is. And I know that. It's free. Um, well, free for barter, but free for me. Uh, <laughs> free enough for me. I'm not buying it at the gas station like I was last year. And I talked to Corey and I was like, Man, if uh, if we were buying bundles of wood like we were last year to uh, take the chill off in Texas, we definitely would have uh, we would have broke the bank buying wood this year because we are running uh, we are running quite a bit of fire. So that is the change. Uh, we did look at each other this weekend and say, man, next year if we're staying here, we're definitely going to be in a structure. We're going to be in a in a small cabin somewhere if we're staying. If we're going to, uh, if we're going to be here. So plans are, and goals this year are to pick up a small property in Tennessee, whether that be for, um, for majority of the year time, whether it be just a home base, whether it be just property one, whatever it turns out to be, if we're going to stay at it next year, the goal is also to have a hard sided structure that's insulated properly and has a stove in it to where, uh, man, this stuff comes and basically we just hunker down and uh, hang out, <laughs> hunker down and hang out and keep the stove going. Uh, so that is kind of the plan. Uh, the trailer is not this uh, travel trailer is not ideal for this temperature. So that is the goal. If we're going to be here, otherwise we're going to be making sure we have plans to be somewhere else where it doesn't necessarily get this cold for this long. But we also know that we can make it through if we have to. So cold snap, cold snap. Um, what else on my list here? Oh, uh, any sports ball fans out there watching uh, the the events of this weekend with the NFL playoffs? Uh, Buffalo game got, got moved. That's my team since I was a little kid. I uh, don't necessarily follow a ton of football anymore, but this time of year, if they're still playing, I check in. I see what's going on. Uh, still get a little excited inside when when they're doing well. So um, keeping an eye on things, it looked like Buffalo was slated to play yesterday and they were supposed to get like one to three feet of snow. You know, no big deal. Lake effect. Lake effect is the real deal, guys. Um, I've talked about it on the show before. Lake effect in New York state is the real deal. Um, and when they say one to feet, one to three feet of snow, 
they're not doing it because they need a big wide range. They're saying one to three feet, depending on where you're at and what way the wind blows and how hard, uh, because if anything switches, if the wind direction, the wind speed switches, the snow dumps somewhere else. So if you don't know what lake effect snow is, basically the wind blows along Lake Erie or Lake Ontario across the lake, picking up moisture the whole way. And it gets to the, it gets to the shore and then it drops. And if it's a solid, consistent wind in the same direction, it dumps all that moisture and the form of snow in one area. And basically, you can be 20 miles away and get nothing. It'll be sunny and, and sunny and beautiful. And they're getting just absolutely pounded in uh, in the area really close to you. So that's kind of how that goes. And really, they had it forecasted to just dump where the stadium was. I saw pictures yesterday from about the time the game was supposed to go on. And if, if you wanted to watch it on TV, it wouldn't have happened because you've just been watching a white screen unless the players had the cameras on them. Um, and so that was interesting. So they had delayed the game. It's supposed to be today. I don't know if it's going to happen today. I don't know if they've switched it. I don't pay attention enough that much, but, uh, there is probably des- there's probably a possibility that they push it again till tomorrow. Uh, just because I don't know if the players will be able to get to the stadium, uh, or I mean, the fans are irrelevant. I don't know if the, the Pittsburgh team can get to Buffalo. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if they play this afternoon. But that was an interesting turn of events. I've been to some pretty snowy games up in Buffalo. I don't think I've ever been to one where they had two feet of snow. I don't recall um, two feet. I recall some pretty crazy ice storms getting there. I recall some pretty crazy um, snows like the week before. I don't ever remember a game on game day where it snowed that much. Yeah, no, yeah. Went to a lot of games, but I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't remember anything like that. So good luck to them. Good luck to them. It'd be funny, fun, I guess. Uh, A couple things before I wrap up here, (coughs) I, uh, I filled up, (laughs) I was sitting here uh, thinking, so the new year here, going into the new year, uh, I had that heart to heart with uh, old tool momentum about uh, kind of the direction of what I was doing uh, with everything, with the podcast, with the YouTube channel, uh, with cash flow and things like that. And, you know, he set me straight and he said, well, what are you making money on? What are you currently making money on? Focus on that. Uh, so that's that's the kind of path this year is is making money. <laughs> weird um and really focusing on the things that were already working uh one of those things is the youtube membership level tiers uh when we when we monetized i i looked into it i set it up i wasn't really happy with the way i set it up because i was trying to do too much uh, now i i put the tiers out there i i filled them all up i they allow you to put six different levels out there i i filled them up and right now, basically, it's bare minimums. It's I, I put the the um, uh, rewards, um, the things you get <laughs> for membership. Uh, I put them bare bones. I, I threw out some minimum stuff all the way through. I think it's more of a vehicle to uh, support the show if you like it. If you find value and want to return value uh, in that form, it's just another way to be out there. 
as membership grows, if membership grows, uh, things will get added in. I'm really contemplating doing some interviews. I have some people I want to talk to. I have some people I want to interview. I don't think I'm going to go back to an interview schedule like every Monday I was or every Monday and Thursday. I think it's going to be a random uh, when the person's available, when I have time. And uh, I think those things will become uh, members only, at least the live for sure. Uh, and who knows? Who knows? Maybe the after after effect I, or after effect, the after the audio, the video after. Uh, but I threw them out there. I, I put them out there. I call them the coffee crew. I'm really focused on growing the live stream and the live audience. And you guys in the in the live audience, I appreciate you every morning. Uh, this is what I'm trying to grow. As a byproduct, we'll we'll grow the audio. I think the audio will get better as um, I'm more comfortable. And this is the style that is is really comfortable. I've gone to this kind of morning morning radio show, morning talk show type of, of format before a couple times, and it's the one I'm most comfortable at. So I'm going to roll with it because it's my show. <laughs> but... Um, but that's that's I threw those out there. I threw everything from a dollar ninety nine a month all the way up to I think twenty five bucks a month or fifty bucks a month. Um, why not? Why not? It didn't cost me anything to put them up there, other than a minute or two to uh, to select out the prices and all that. So that's all out there. If you look down uh, below the screen, I think there's a dollar sign or something where you can join that if you want. I appreciate you thinking about it and considering it. So that is up there. Um, and like I said, as members, memberships grow, uh, I'll take feedback from people that are members or considering being members, uh, with things that they want to add to those membership tiers. So just throwing it out there, throwing that out there, got it up and, uh, you know, cause I don't hate money, I guess I do not hate money. Uh, another thing from the weekend, a little change to the show is, uh, Tim again, Toolman Tim posted that uh, rumble now has a static um, stream key, which if you don't live stream, you have no idea what that means. Uh, but basically, Rumble was only getting my re-uploads. Uh, the live wasn't going there because it was an absolute pain in the ass to set it up. I was having to go in every day, get a new key, set the thing up on Rumble, uh, copy, paste. And I shouldn't say it was a pain in the ass. It was an extra like eight minutes or five minutes or something. Something I just never remembered to do, and then it it wasn't common practice. Well, they changed it to be like YouTube and Facebook and all the places I stream where it, you just have a, a static stream address. So Rumble is a click of the button now, and it goes just like uh, everything else. So live streaming to Rumble, I think. I got a, I got a green check mark up on the Rumble thing. I set it up uh, yesterday. And it looks like it's working. So more uh, more viewers over there. That's another thing. Like Twitch, I, I I go to Rumble very infrequently when I have to when I happen to pull it up. Uh, it's not something I use. So um, yeah, if you're over on Rumble, I don't know if I can even see uh, see even see the comments from Rumble or not uh, in my in my uh, dashboard here. We'll find out. We'll find out. I'll get somebody to do some testing for me at some point. But now on Rumble, now on Rumble every day, not just uh, after the fact when YouTube descends it, decides to shoot it over there and copy it. So 
Uh, other than that, guys, uh, we're coming up on an hour. We're going to have to go out and walk these dogs in the snow. Good morning, Pickle Pete. Thanks uh, thanks for swinging in. Better late than never. Always better late than never. I uh, appreciate you showing up and hitting that like and um, and getting that uh, view time. Uh, it's what it is. It's, it is. It all adds up. Anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap up here. I appreciate you listening. And if you enjoyed the show, it is always free to hit that like, share, and subscribe. To return value for value, please consider joining one of the YouTube membership tiers or listening on any value for value platform like Podverse, Wavelake, or Fountain.fm. You can always stream those sats or boost anywhere value for value is participated in. You can visit thelotsproject.com to find out more information or find all my links. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate you hanging out. I hope you have an awesome Martin Luther King Day. If you have it off, if you got to work, it is what it is. If it's cold where you are, stay warm. If it's warm where you are, stay cool. I appreciate you hanging out, and we will circle back and catch up with you tomorrow. I can see the light.